podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to the Villa View for a match preview. The uh, eagle-eyed amongst you will see that we're still in the same locations when we recorded the post-match reaction. It's literally like five minutes later. Uh, James, costume change. Do you want to <laughs> explain that decision? Why? <laughs> just thought it'd be fun. It's just a nice thing to brighten it up for the, the viewers. Man. I, maybe, I, I, we yeah. maybe we should have swapped sides as well, just to have a bit of visual interest. Yeah, at least I care about making an effort. <laughs> should we crack on? Match preview then. Bolton Wanderers. Bank holiday weekend. Away game. Bolton destined to go down, it looks like. Yeah. My first question, is this going to be a good Friday for Aston Villa? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. It's going to be a bad one for Bolton, man. Yeah. Um, I feel really sorry for him. I think the, the main point of my match preview is just bad, but they're bad. On and off the pitch. I feel sorry for him. No, I do, and I hate, I, I really think there's a Bolton fan watching this, and that's kind of offensive that we feel sorry for him. Because like, you shouldn't really have to feel sorry for a football club, but I do, and I think Bolton is such a historic team, you know, one of the pride Founding uh, members of the league with yeah, us. Yeah, Pride of Lancashire up there. You know, Wigan are above them, Burnley above them, United of Blackburn. Course. Yeah, Blackburn as well. It's just, it's such a shame. Um, they've got, it's just how it's all happened as well. It's again, just, it's, it's absolute agony. It's terrible ownership, isn't it, once again. from And it, I think at this point it needs to be, I mean, we're going massively off topic in yeah. terms of the game, but people that run the leagues and stuff and the people that are in power need to do a better job of, what, of their current system of you know running clubs and running the league that you see like again in terms of like non-league levels and stuff and, and lower divisions you're right there you're just yeah, fitting into your shirt, shirt. <laughs> um, you see clubs like going out of business over like £10,000 or whatever yeah. and it's like the money that's in the higher levels should be coming further down and, and in terms of like owners and stuff how many times have we seen a club get into trouble us almost to to, the, to that level last summer of an owner that just doesn't know what they're doing and, and he's ruining clubs and that's that's what's happening at Bolton and it's the fans that that ultimately suffer for it. The EFL need to take a massive look at themselves. It's a it's a real shame what's happening to football clubs and big ones can fall. Big ones like Bolton can fall heavily, heavily. That's oh. what we've seen. Bolton can be relegated to yeah. League One if we beat them on Friday. And I actually saw one Bolton fan that was, we were tagged in a post saying, "Can Villa make it nine in a row?" And a Bolton fan replied saying, "To be honest, I kind of hope they do because I don't want the further embarrassment of going to Blackburn on Monday and them relegating us because it's a way Blackburn obviously Lancashire rivals. They're almost hoping that Villa beat them just to go right. Let's just confirm that relegation now and, and try and restart or, or get this season out of the way. I don't know. It must be so hard and it's hard to relate to." To what that must be like as a fan to obviously we're relegated from the Premier League, but that was that was different. To be in such financial disarray, knowing that for, for ages you're going down and then just going, no. come on then, Villa, just beat us, just put us out of our misery. For me, it's an incredibly uncomfortable situation to be in. It's weird, it is weird. It is, it's horrible. Having said that, if we go there and win and make it nine in a row, I will be delighted. No, I, obviously we care about Villa doing well, yeah. but there's a, a part in the back of my mind that's thinking it's a shame for Bolton what's going on there, but ultimately I hope we go there and win because I'm, I'm more concerned about what Villa do. There should never be a situation in football where, you know, if a result is seen as a, a mercy killing. Yeah. It should never, that should never be the case. And like, relegation shouldn't be that bad. Like, we... We're upset when we got relegated. 
and it's almost like so so what you, you go down a league it's not the end of the world Bolton yeah. it, it could be yeah. and that shouldn't be the situation it should never be like that and that is on the ownership structure of the league that is on the the FA it's on every, anything to do with football at the highest level it's their fault I've put in my, in my very brief notes that you can see on my phone of, of two bullet points <laughs> Villa almost going to this with a nothing to lose mentality yeah. I'm not sure whether that's the right phrase or not because obviously if we do lose that is a massive blow to, uh, to us potentially finishing in the top six but it's almost like because they're so bad and with what's going on behind the scenes of, and their fans are clearly giving up the attendance I imagine will be pretty low the players aren't being paid and stuff like it's almost that you could just look at this now and go yes Villa absolutely win this game and the odds for it must be well in, well in our favour so is it a nothing to lose mentality or do Villa have to be wary of being complacent absolutely have to be wary of being complacent Bolton aren't just going to roll over for Villa it's probably the wrong phrase but it feels like everything is it's got to be a 99% chance that Villa go and win this game but there's the 1% chance we do slip up I mean anything can happen you look at Rotherham and one of the key player in defence gets sent off they score a penalty game over as far as I'm concerned that could happen against Bolton I'm not going to I'm not going to count them out yeah, exactly. You know, if there's a massive injury, a shocking injury in the match, you know, God forbid, to a Villa player, um, touch wood, it uh, don't happen. But if that happens, if you, if there's a complete shocking incident where it's chipped to the game on its head, it's all, it's all to play for. And look, if, if Bolton win, they probably aren't going to stay up. There's yeah. probably no chance that they stay up. But there's still a slim, slim chance that they can. They, it's going to, it's not in their own hands. But winning will make it easier and make it so much easier for them to stay off. So they've got to go into this game thinking last season we beat them when we beat them well yeah. in the snow. It was a hard. It, and going back to it, Villa. Two different sides now, though. Yeah, completely. And it's um, almost a completely different mentality. They were, had a lot of hope and they stayed up on the last day. This season, it looks like it's not just drained out from football results, it's been strangled out. Again, going back to the ownership situation off the pitch, it's been strangled out of them. Yeah. And it is, it's a massive shame. And I think. They will want to win. They will, there is no doubt in my obviously, but like I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I really don't. Um, but Villa are Villa and they're playing well. Every chance to make it nine and even make it ten in the next game. I think they've got a strong chance, really strong chance. If there's if there's anything any match this season I'd I'd say it's a sure thing. It'd probably be this one. If yeah. if you to force me, it'd probably be this one. But I don't really want to sit here and, and say that about Bolton because I do feel genuinely like Pie. Let's talk about the John McGinn situation a little bit. I've got some context that we're going to clarify from an EFL spokesperson. This has come from Birmingham, uh, Birmingham Live now. Um, they've said, bookings in the playoffs don't count towards a suspension, but bookings in league matches leading up to the playoffs do. Therefore, if a player was to accumulate a 15th yellow card on the final day of the season, they would miss the entire playoff campaign if the team was to make the final. So a three-game ban for 15 yellows. So, having said that, what is the situation with John McGinn if you're manager? What are you doing? Because I think there's, there's only one. I think there's only one right answer to this. I'm keen to hear your no, thoughts. You want me to go first? I'm nervous about answering this. I think you play John McGinn as long as you can until Villa secure their league position. So not just the playoffs. If you want to finish fourth you keep playing him until you finish yeah. fourth or when he gets 14 take him off so if he gets booked against Bolton you've got to get rid of him because we cannot afford to be without him for the playoffs what you've got to think about as well is you bench him and you keep him for the rest of the season then in the playoffs you let him let him go if he gets injured yeah, yeah. <laughs> or he's out of form because he's not been playing yeah I mean John McGinn seems to enjoy a good rest get back into it as we saw but 
I think you play the strongest team you can. Yeah, um, if you want to be cautious, keep him on the bench. You know, he's still there. He can still be making an impact. But it's it's completely, you could do a lot of things there. But I think completely dropping him and keeping out of play is probably the wrong decision. Play him, bench him, that's fine. Um, as long as he's in that, that first, ele- well, that, that team picture. Yeah, that first 18. First 18? First, starting. first ele- starting 11 and substitutes. As long as he's in there. Um, yeah, I'm happy because he's the type of player that will come on as a substitute. come on and get booked. Yeah, I, oh, I He comes on in the 90th minute and starts his aggressive, I'm going to rule the world mentality, like he does <laughs> in the 90th minute, picks up a stupid booking. Because yeah. it could be that the referee takes, takes a dislike to a goal celebration and books him for that. Or he could argue against the decision and he gets booked for that. It could be yeah. a stupid booking, it doesn't need to be from his play. But because he's got the one, the one yellow card leeway, if he gets to 14, I think that's when you take him, take him out of the situation. Yeah. I think you play him until he gets to 14. Yeah, I think it's right. And you know, if you want to, I wouldn't take him out completely though. Do you think we'd still be okay in the playoffs if he was to get, if he was to miss out, or are we fully reliant on him now? No, it's like Jack Grealish. Um, we thought we were reliant on Jack Grealish, and we were. Still, our problem. It's only been one yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> if he misses Bolton and we lose, people were going, "Oh, we need him back." <laughs> yeah, but I think the team is just—it's on a high. It's not like we just have nobody to replace them. They're not John McGinn, but they're, they're capable players. Be honest, and we were raving about last season. Can yeah. come in. Horahan is good enough to come in, of course. Um, there's a lot. Of, Villa still have strong options, so I wouldn't be too concerned. I'd, I'd be a bit wary, but I think Villa can survive without yeah, John. So we, obviously, we missed him for two games earlier in the season when he got his tenth book in, and we did well then. And he, he didn't get back into the team straight away because we were doing well. Yeah. So there's a case to be made that if he's out, he's out, and we have to deal with it. But ideally. In everybody's best filler 11 at the moment, John McGinn is one of the first names, if not the first yeah. name on the team sheet. So be careful, John, if you're watching. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough question because I'm not going to tell John McGinn to not be John McGinn. But you won't because you won't have any say on it. <laughs> so do you just make changes for changes' sake and go get rid of John McGinn? Don't even risk him in this one? Oh, it's, it's tough because it'd be fairly insulting. But Villa have to think about themselves, and maybe there are, is a situation where we do need to make changes. Maybe Bjarnason can come in. Maybe um, Hoverhand. Davis. I'd, I'd probably go with Davis to be honest, um, just because Tammy Abram did pick up a bit of a hamstring yeah, problem, so. and that's happened twice now where he's been brought up because of a hamstring thing. So it might be that you're sitting for the one or two matches here. Um, just so we can take a precaution, but Keenan Davis probably, I'd probably go with him in, in, against Bolton. Honestly, I think he's done, he's done really well when he comes against Bristol. It's not like the team drops off a cliff when they take Tammy out and put Keenan in. So yeah. I'd go, I'd honestly go for it. Tammy can stay on the bench and come on and might be effective, but I think injury concern, definitely looking at Abraham for an injury concern. I think I'd drop him for this one. Yeah, obviously we're filming this on Monday, yeah. so we don't know any injury situation. The club might not even know whether Tommy Abraham's fit yet because they need time to assess and stuff. So by the time this comes out, you might know for a fact that Tommy Abraham's out. We don't, so conversation for conversation's sake yeah, because yeah. we've got nothing else to talk about <laughs> and we don't know the injury situation. Yeah. But Davis came on and played well. Tommy Abraham went off injured. Green's been out for a few games. Adoma hasn't been amazing. It makes sense to rotate because, again, <laughs> this is going to come back to bite us if we lose on Friday. But you'd expect that this is a game we win, so make changes, keep people fit, keep people interested as well, because people that have been missing out haven't been missing out through bad form or anything. It's just that a player's come back or someone's got suspended and they've stayed in. 
that Horham went out because his wife had a baby, mm. couldn't get back in the team, comes back in and scores. So he deserves to stay in now. Yeah. Green's gone out for no real reason, but Adoma scores, he got to stay in. So yeah. it's a good, it's a good uh, problem to have for the, for the management, for, for us. <laughs> I think so. I think um, Andre Green will probably start. If it was me, Andre Green and Keenan, Keenan Davis will be in for a start. I don't know about Adoma and... I, I don't know. I think it's too, is this too much change though? Are we, are we, are we putting, I mean, this is disrespectful to Bolton yeah. for us to sit here and, and want to make this many changes. Is that uh, risking upsetting the, the momentum that we've got at the moment with eight wins in a row with this team, you play that team. If we make five changes and we lose, people will be going, that's, that's Dean Smith's fault. It's hard because look at as much as we got, we got Bolton on Friday. There's Millwall on Monday, so there's a quick. We're gonna to need to rotate because it'll be a horrendous situation if you weren't to rotate and players get injured because then, suspended. Yeah, or suspended. It'll be it's, it's tough, but I think we do need to rotate quite fairly heavily in one of these games, and that will probably be Bolton with all all due respect yeah. to them. But the, the players we won't, we'll be putting on won't be bad. <laughs> They're not like rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keenan Davis, I don't think will drop off when he comes in. Andre Green's been starting, so it's like the starters there. Henry Lansbury is probably the biggest ask because he's barely played this season. Yeah. But I think it's a realistic situation, and I think you do need to keep the players interested. You do need to show them that there is a path into the team and that they can perform. And I think it's the right thing to do to keep the back four as it was. Right thing to do to rotate in midfield and definitely the right thing to do to rotate up front. So, prediction then. We uh, forgot a few games going down. Net will never let it go. So, put your neck on the line. Give me a score prediction and give me the scorers as well. I feel like there might be a few though. Oh, I think it's going to be... It's 4-0 Aston Villa. Yeah. And I say that with all due respect to Bolton, they're at the bottom of the table for a reason, though. And uh, Villa are pretty good. I think even with heavy rotation, they'd be pretty good still. Um, it'll probably be nine wins on their own, more than likely. Um, what an achievement, by the way. Pardon? What an achievement, yeah. by the way. That sounds crazy. We're saying, saying it nonchalant, yeah, it's, yeah. it's mind blowing. Um, goal scorers. I'm saying Hurahan gets two. Davis might get one if he's starting for us, like we predicted. And Yedinak. Wow. That's some strange choices. Because two of those might not even play. Three of them might not even play. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go three one. I'm just gonna put Bolton to score because I feel like you need to. it's going too well at the moment. <laughs> like it's typical that they'll they'll score at some point. So we'll have Bolton to score, but Villa to ultimately win and make it make it nine in a row, which like we just said, what an achievement that'll be. And um, hopefully we've we've got enough to I mean, we have got enough to, to, to make it now, aren't we? It's just whether the footballing gods are looking down kindly on us on, on Friday. Thank you very much to The Wolf in Birmingham for letting us film a couple of videos here. I mean, we've been here a fair bit now doing these two. If you're not caught up with the videos we've been posting lately, there was the behind the scenes piece, which actually went down very well. I'm surprised how many people enjoyed that. There was a post-match reaction to Bristol, which we recorded about 40 minutes ago, which came out a few days ago. There's been a podcast that came out Tuesday or Wednesday as well. So plenty of stuff to, to get your, your eyes on. Don't know why I've said that. Thank you very much for watching. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We've also hit 15,000 subscribers, by the way. That's a nice achievement. Thanks. Uh, maybe not. So, yeah, thank you very much for subscribing to the channel, all the support you've given us. We, we all really appreciate it. I'm sure Dan and Tom have probably mentioned it mm. and they've probably already been seeing this. So, it's weird recording this when it, before it comes out because yeah. things change. So, yeah. Uh, thank you very much for watching. Thanks for listening. Up the villa. Nice one. Cheers, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network.